The following podcast is closed caption for the Disney impaired. It is intended for mature audiences and parental discretion is advised. Mouse Rants will make this available at all times because it's on the internet. And if you don't like that, then you can go fuck yourself.
Hey, degenerates and degenerates, how's it going? Oh, I just see right away I dropped my fucking vodka. This just sucks. Oh, fuck. Did it break? It didn't break, everybody. It didn't break. I guess I'll just keep that in. I don't give a fuck. Uh, this is your host, Jerry Skids. Did I say what show this was? It's Mouse Rants. Hello. Wonderful. Welcome. Da 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 da. Mouse Rants. Da 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 Yeah, okay. We got it. We get it. We get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I like to call this episode pre-108. It's not quite 108 because it's not a full episode, really, and it's not 108 because, well, I already know what 108 is going to be. This is kind of like the predecessor to 108, hence the words pre-fucking-108. It's really not that hard, people. Today, I'm going to read to you an article that uh, that I found from a couple of years ago uh, that our, our friend Josh Spiegel wrote. The, the guy from Masterpiece Cinema that we've been talking about for the past couple weeks here. Um, I figure it's always fun to add him into conversation or add that horrible show into conversation. But in this particular case, it's it actually ties kind of into what we're going to be talking about next week. So I figured, why not throw something here? Because I knew that we weren't going to have an episode up yet this week. Um, by the way, for all of you who figured out the clue, it wasn't really that hard. Um, good for you. You found a secret page. There might be more of that this week, so keep your eyes, ears, and nose fucking peeled. And keep your cock peeled, too, and your pussy. Keep your pussy really peeled. That's fucking disgusting. I, now I'm picturing someone, like, picking off, like, <laughs> their sunburn from their pussy. That's not, uh, that's not hot. Like, mostly anything that someone does with their pussy is, is hot. But someone picking, like, basically what, what kind of seems like scabs <laughs> off of their fucking cunt is not a hot thing. It's not. I'm telling you right now, I'm speaking for all the uh, straight men out there and lesbian women. Don't ever think that picking anything off of your cunt, unless it's, like, dried wax or maybe some food that, like, you know, if you, like, rub chocolate all over her pussy and then, like, licked it off, but you've missed a spot and it dried up. And I can see picking that off, I guess. And it's not hot, but it's not not hot. But, like, sunburn, like, ripping the, the skin, uh, no, that that's not a hot thing. Let's just put that out there. You see, this is what happens when I have nobody to talk to. I'm just, I'm literally just probably either... Making everybody disgusted or making everybody hate me. One or the other. I don't give a fuck either way. You could do whatever. I, I, I'm already in a fucking pissed off mood because some fucking douchebag wants to fucking argue with me. But I'm not even going to get into that today. I don't want to get into that because this is something I want to talk with other people about, not with just me. So because it's just me, we're going to move into the, the topic at hand. Or if there really is a topic at hand because there isn't. Um, actually... What I want to discuss first, before we get into the uh, wonderful article we'll be reading and commenting on, uh, <laughs> I want to talk about movies and TV shows in general and how people treat them. Um, and you're going to go, oh, what the fuck does that mean? Is this, this going to be boring? No, it's not going to be boring. It's me, and I make everything fun. Fuck you all. Uh, <laughs> but this is fucking serious, okay? Because what I'm sick and tired of, I'm going to start with Disney. I might veer off into other realms. But we are talking about Lost next week. We've discussed that. That's going to happen. Um, and if you don't want to be spoiled from a show that came out in 2004, then don't listen. I don't give a shit. Whatever. It's going to be there for anybody who wants to listen. Uh, but this week, I want to talk about how people don't like things 
that are in their mind too confusing or too convoluted. They like to use the word convoluted. And I'm going to start with Disney because the new Pirates movie just fucking came out. Now, I'm not saying the new Pirates movie is convoluted, but the story of, of Pirates 1, 2, and 3, 4 wasn't actually a movie. I don't know what 4 was. I don't know anybody, even like obsessive Pirates fans hate Pirates 4. Pirates 4 is not a movie. It was just a dream. No, it didn't really exist. Penelope Cruz did not actually have it. Even though we have fucking Blackbeard in Pirates of the Caribbean, and I'd rather have Salazar. I can understand Salazar better than I can understand Blackbeard. What the fuck is Blackbeard saying? I've said this before, but what the fuck? At least Salazar, I'd be like, he'd be like, oh, give me Japaro. Give me Japaro. I'm looking for Japaro. Who? Japaro? Who the fuck's Japaro? Sabaro? Give me Japaro. Okay. Yeah, I can understand him more than I can understand fucking Blackbeard. What the fuck? Speak normal. He's just mumbling the... Fuck you. Come on. Let's hear what you have to say. Anyway, the Pirates movies, one, two, and three, we're talking about now. And five, for... I don't know if we... I don't know. I guess we didn't mention it on the show. Uh, Five, I thought was great. I loved five. I thought it was uh, way... Well, first of all, way better than four. But again, four didn't exist. I thought it was on par with with the first movie, honestly. Well, that's because they used a lot of features from the first movie, such as the hanging scene. And then there's the scene where they're in town and something really crazy happens. And then there's a scene where they're running away from the people who are like, oh, no, you're a woman and you shouldn't think for yourself. It's, it's very, very similar to the first movie. But you know what? I like the first movie. It's kind of like with Force Awakens. They're like, well, it was the same movie as Episode Four. Okay, I like Episode Four. I like Star Wars. Fucking sue me. So I like that they made this movie because it reminded me of fucking Star Wars. And in this case, it's the same thing. I like this Pirates movie because it reminded me of the fucking first Pirates movie. And that was a good movie. So, you know... There you go. It's not like it was like completely rehashing jokes. They had a couple scenes that were similar, but it was all in different context. Anyway, there were moments I really didn't enjoy, but I'm not even going to get into that now. That's, again, another thing that's more of a conversation piece, you know what I mean? Um, what I want to talk about is the first three Pirates movies, and I keep saying that over and over again. You're like, when is he going to get to it? Well, right now, bitches, that's when I'm going to get to it. Um, Lon, Lon, come in. Do you hear me? How the fuck do you work this thing? Whatever. I just got word from the big bad boss. You and I are going on a research mission. So slap your adventure boots on and let's go. And no, Kim is not coming with us. I'll explain later. Just call me back. The first Pirates movie everybody seems to love. Well, not everybody, obviously. But the majority of people seem to enjoy The Curse of the Black Pearl. That's a movie that people like. Now, when it comes to the sequel and the third third movie, <laughs> the threequel, um, people don't feel the same way, and I thought that two and three were great. I thought that they were just slightly under the first movie. Like, the first movie was amazing, these were great. You know, it wasn't amazing because it didn't hit that same peak as the first movie, but I thought that they were really good. I thought the plot was great, I thought that the stories really brought you in. I love how they used scenery from the ride to create an entire story. It, it, it did a lot that people don't give it credit for, and that fucking pisses me off. But everybody's issue is that it's too convoluted. They don't understand the story. It's too confusing. There's too many things going on. Okay, Lord of the Rings had too many things going on, but you don't really hear those complaints 
from anybody. There's like 20 stories happening at the same time in Lord of the Rings. So why does pirates get slapped in the face? Lord of the Rings was not the most amazing series, but people loved it. You know, it's what it is. The writing in the Pirates movies are much fucking better, in my opinion. Again, my opinion. I liked the Lord of the Rings movies, but I didn't fucking obsess over them. They weren't as good as Star Wars. I mean, I think that's pretty much a general consensus, except for some fucking tars out there who don't believe that. And you know what? That's your opinion, and you're allowed to have a fucking opinion. But in my opinion, which is the right opinion, no, everyone can have their own. Still, mine's right. The (laughs) fucking... Pirates of the Caribbean was not so fucking convoluted. There was like three stories happening, and they, you know, they all fucking fit into each other. It all came together in the end. Well, what do you mean you can bring people back from the dead? I don't understand. This is confusing. They explain everything in a fucking movie. Just fucking watch it. I'm not going to sit here and explain everything to you. That's not what I'm here to do. Because I didn't come on here to be like, well, here's what happened in this movie, and here's what happened in this movie. Maybe I'll have an episode on that. Maybe I won't. I don't know. I'm just going to go through a few movies that people think are confusing, and it's not. The plot is actually very straightforward. It's not that fucking difficult to figure what's going on. Norrington has his own little storyline. Jack has his own little storyline. Will has his own little storyline, which is kind of the same as Keira Knightley's storyline towards the end. But really, you know, everybody has their own thing. And all you do is follow along with what they're doing. That's all. It's not that fucking difficult, people. The same thing in the new movie. It wasn't that difficult. There was, there was fucking four characters. All you had to know is what their goals were. And that was it. And it was fucking easy. You know what Jack's goal is always? To get his fucking ship. That's it. And have fun. And have money. That's always Jack Sparrow's goal no matter what. Get his ship, have fun, have money, and get drunk. That too. That's it. And have a crew. He wants people to like him. He wants people to follow him. That's his fucking motivation. Fucking, I don't even remember their fucking names in (laughs) Dead Men Tell No Tales. But they had names. But the guy, he's looking to fucking save Will Turner. Okay, the girl, she's fucking trying to avenge her dad's death or whatever the fuck it is and follow that fucking book and and actually figure out where the fucking trident is. She's got that story. Barbosa has a story. I mean, everybody has their own story in that movie, but I didn't hear anybody go, it was still convoluted. I heard people didn't like it. I don't get that. I thought it was great, but whatever. Fuck them all. Convoluted. But these are the same people who think Pulp Fiction is convoluted. Pulp Fiction is not fucking convoluted. And you know what? Pulp Fiction is a Disney movie too. In fact, I think one day we're going to do a whole episode on fucking Pulp Fiction. Or we'll do it on Pulp Fiction and a couple other Tarantino movies that were in the Miramax frame. But yes, Pulp Fiction is not fucking confusing. It's very simple. But it's out of order, so I didn't understand it. Well, you're a fucking moron. That's why you didn't understand it. You are dumb. I'm sorry, but you are. You're just dumb. So I don't like the movie because I'm dumb is what you should be saying. And then I go, you know what? You're right. You are fucking dumb. Why don't you watch, like, you know, that movie with Zac Efron and fucking that guy, and they play brothers, and they have to find wedding dates. I think that's actually the title of the movie. Zac Efron and some guy have to find wedding dates. Watch that movie. That's more for you. Maybe you'll think that's convoluted, too. But that's more uh, up your alley. That You'll get those jokes. For me, <laughs> Pulp Fiction is more of my my zone, my world. So, yes, Pulp Fiction. Why, why would that be? I can't even tell you why people think that's confusing or hard to follow. It's very fucking easy. 
again, everyone has their own fucking storyline, and it's extremely clear. It's not even like hidden, like Donnie Darko, which, yeah, Donnie Darko is a movie that's very confusing and very convoluted, and I could agree with that because it's not easy to follow unless you, like, are paying attention, and um, I've seen the movie, I've seen the movie a couple times, and I enjoy it. It's a good movie, but even the first time when I wasn't exactly sure what was going on, but I kind of had some sort of idea, I still liked it because I knew it was a good movie, and I was enjoying the entire time. What makes a good movie, you ask? What makes a good fucking movie? Um, a, a good writer having a good script. That's what makes a good fucking movie. That's, that's what I'm always looking for. Somebody who can make a good fucking script. Somebody who can write a story. That's why every Tarantino movie is fucking great, I think. I don't care what you say. Some people, I didn't like Jackie Brown. Well, I did. It was good. It wasn't his best, but it was good. I didn't like Death Proof. Well, go fuck yourself. I mean, you don't like dialogue. Ooh, I can't, I can't stand women talking. Shut up. Just shut the fuck up. Hateful Eight was just like Reservoir Dogs. Well, it had similar ideas in terms of, oh, it's like these guys who are trapped in a room. But it's not like the same movie at all. At all. But everyone has to compare it. Everyone has to say, oh, well, all these movies are the same. No. Anyway, I'm off fucking track. (laughs) I'm sure some of those movies I mentioned are supposedly convoluted to people. But in terms of Pulp Fiction, yeah, it's out of order. So that makes it confusing. Not really. They even fucking put chapters up there for the stupid. You know, but even without them, it would be pretty easy to follow. You pretty much know what's going on. You don't have to know what order everything's going on in to know what's going on. For instance, spoiler alert, John Travolta gets shot. Ooh, I guess that that's where his story ends. But wait, he shows up afterwards. Oh, maybe it was something that happened before. You ever think of that? Oh, shit. Did you notice that it was the same scene from the beginning? Oh, man, I didn't realize. I mean, it's fucking, it's fucking insane. It's fucking insane. It's convoluted. It's confusing. Is it? I hate it when it's fucking critics saying it, too. Because I'm like, you really couldn't follow along with this movie? I, I can't imagine. There's a couple movies out there. Okay, David Lynch, I give you a pass on that. I don't think they're bad. I love David Lynch's films. But... They are extremely hard to follow, and I could give you a pass on that. Easily. I haven't seen the new Twin Peaks, but I'm sure it's fucking confusing. Maybe not, though, because it's a new world, you know? It's a new life. It's a new day. (laughs) It's a new time when people are, like, you know, making dumber TV and dumber movies. So maybe. Maybe it's extremely easy to follow, but the original was not quite the same. But we're not talking about that right now because I haven't seen it, so I can't really. But, like, okay, same thing with Darren Aronofsky. Darren Aronofsky, uh, for those of you who don't know, he's the guy who made uh, Requiem for a Dream. Requiem for a Dream, if you haven't seen it, is a movie about, um, I guess, three drug addicts who try to go into the drug business, and they're doing really well, and they all start getting addicted in certain other ways. It's just a movie about addiction in general. Because uh, it's not just the junkies who are addicted. It's also the one of their mothers. And, and it, it, everything has some sort of addiction. You could be addicted to sex. You could be addicted to drugs. You could be addicted to television. You could be addicted to pills accidentally. There's a lot of things that are going on in that movie. And I think it's great. That movie, I don't think many people find that movie confusing. 
I I I can't imagine it. It's pr- that's extremely straightforward. It's a linear story. And they tell you it's not like they don't tell you what's going on. Nobody's like, wait, what happened? So I'm not gonna say that, but I am gonna say Black Swan. Everyone thinks, oh, what happened? What is happening? Or the fountain? You know what? I'm gonna talk more about the fountain. I don't understand why people don't understand Black Swan. It's pretty fun. Another straightforward film. But the fountain. That's a movie that at at first glance people don't like because. There's certain long strips of time where there's no dialogue because there can't be because of the story and where it goes. It's basically a movie about a guy who's looking to fucking cure his wife's cancer in three different times. That's that's what it's about. He lives in three different times. Is he a time traveler? Is he just the same guy reincarnated? Is, this, is he living the same story over and over again? What could it be? Find out by watching the fucking movie. But it's a very, very interesting film. It stars Hugh Jackman and Rachel Weisz. Wise? Weisz. Um, so many people hate that fucking movie. In fact, I didn't really love it when I first saw it. I enjoyed certain parts of it, but I was like, what's happening here? I don't get it. Because I was like, I don't know. 17 and and you know i saw it again and i was like oh i get it makes sense it's good what well, just try to watch a fucking movie but again that's another one i kind of get because it's fucking confusing but let me bring you to something that's not fucking confusing american psycho american psycho oh i don't get it Wait, is he is he really killing people or is it in his head i mean it's pretty fucking clear that he's fucking killing people it's pretty fucking clear it's real. There are certain things that are in his head, but the movie isn't about is he killing someone or is he not killing someone. It's about fucking humanity and how much we give a shit about anybody else. And that's really all you need to know. Is it in his head? Is it not in his head? It's, it's not. It's real, okay? I'll just put that out there for everybody. That's how it is. It's real. It was real in the book. It's real in the fucking movie. So that's the end of that. He kills people. He's not a nice guy, but no one cares, and that's the point. But when people take it as if, oh, it's in his head, we think we take it as instead of the no one caring, we think, oh, it didn't happen. But it did. It happens. It's not confusing. So people are like, well, I don't really like, I didn't like the ending because I didn't like that. It was all in his head. But it wasn't in his head. It was real. He was killing people, and nobody gave a shit. Nobody believed him because he was this high-power fucking businessman. Everyone knew him, and they're like, oh, yeah. He's admitting that he committed murder. And they're like, oh, you. Oh, Patrick. Stop. Stop. And that, that, that movie is fucking great. You need to watch it. If you haven't seen it, I just spoiled everything for you, so whatever. That's what I'm doing. Anyway, what else is there? The Butterfly Effect. That's another movie that everyone's like, it's confusing. It couldn't be more fucking straightforward as to what happened. Now, if you saw the theatrical version, it, not only is it not confusing, but it's dumb. It's got a really bad ending. But if you watch the director's cut, which is the one that he wanted to put out there, the one that really, it, the one that he wanted to put out there, the one that really told the story he wanted to tell. And when I say that, I'm saying there are so many differences in the director's cut. You. You need to watch that. It's so much better. It takes this story, which was good, but like kind of turned more into a sappy love story and it turns it more into like an analysis on time travel or or really what would happen. What would like, like what would happen if we kept going back in time and kept making things worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. And you get that in the original, but you don't really get the ending you would want 
unless you watch the director's cut. And I'm telling you, that's the one you go, oh, shit. And that's the one that he wanted to tell, which is why I only watch director's cut. If somebody releases a director's cut, that's the movie the director wanted to fucking make. Not the one the producers made him rip shit out and stuff like that. Which brings me to another one that people like are like, oh, I didn't like that movie because it's so confusing. And that's Brazil. Now, Brazil's my second favorite fucking movie. We've talked about this before plenty of times. Brazil is not a confusing movie. It really is not a confusing movie. It, it's, it's very, like, there's moments in it where, like, he is imagining things, but it makes it, I mean, if you can't tell that he's imagining things during those periods of time, then you should just fucking go kill yourself because it makes it so obvious, completely obvious that it's a dream. And then he always wakes up from it. So therefore, let's not, let's not say that's convoluted and confusing. It tells a story of a dystopian society. It, it makes fun of us for being this culture of consumerism. And it's a great fucking movie. Uh, again, this is another one where, where there's other versions of it. If you watch the television version, you watch the very bad movie. It's like a 97-minute love story. Again, well, it's kind of what we talked about before. But that's what it is. It's like a 97-minute love story. And it, it's really cheesy. And it has some of the great elements at first, but then it just completely devolves. When you watch the real movie. Now, this is crazy. It's so famous for destroying the story that it once was. That they released it on the Criterion DVD set by itself. We had three versions. You had the director's cut, you had the theatrical, and you had, the, as they call it, the Love Never Dies version, which is the movie they edited for TV. And you never see the movie that they edited for TV on a DVD set, ever. But he did it because he wants to show how important editing is. Because just he didn't film anything different. They only took a couple of scenes that weren't in the movie, took other scenes, completely put them out of context, ripped scenes out, threw them away, just shortened the movie like crazy, and completely changed the movie. It You wouldn't be able to tell the fucking difference, with the exception of the beginning, which kind of, you know, obviously it starts out the same. But, yeah, there's Brazil, another movie that's not confusing. Memento. Here's a, one that really pisses me the fuck off. How do you not understand fucking Memento? It's very easy. It goes forwards. It goes backwards. It's about a guy who has short-term memory loss. He has to tattoo himself and, and take pictures and write on the pictures to remember what just happened. Um, and the movie is told backwards. And the reason it's told backwards is because that's what his memory is like. He, he doesn't remember what happened before. So if we see it, we're not really following him. We're, we're following ourselves. We're, we're being a, a viewer, a fly on the wall. But watching the movie backwards, and I don't mean a whole movie. No, it's not like that. It's fucking told like, here's a part of the story. Now let's jump 15 minutes before that and let's tell that part of the story. Now let's jump 20 minutes before that and tell that part. That's how it's told. And it fucking works fucking perfectly. Memento is an amazing fucking film. And people are like, don't get it. Why don't you get it? It's not fucking hard. It's just backwards. 
You learn more that way. And it, it keeps jumping back and forth between that backwards and then from what's happening now in the present time moving forward. So everything kind of like comes together at the end and then we all learn what happened, etc., etc. It's a great movie. I do suggest you see it. I'm, I mean, other, I'm not going to like do this anymore, but other movies are like Cube. That movie, people are so confused. Why are they in the cube? <laughs> just fucking watch the fucking movie. Why can't somebody enjoy a movie just because it's good? Do you have to be like, I, oh, fuck. Uh, 12 Monkeys. There's another one. Fucking 12 Monkeys. People, I don't understand. It's too convoluted. Shut up. Mulan, I got your message. Sorry, I'm kind of indisposed right now. Hey, do you know the easiest way to remove bloodstains from blonde hair? Hey, you stay the fuck down! Sorry about that. I should be available in 20 minutes if this all goes as planned. So what's the sitch? And then we have the Star Wars prequels. Now, now you're like, wait a second, what are you talking about? The Star Wars prequels are not convoluted. Well, that's kind of the problem it always has. That's what everyone complains about. There's too much... There's too much talk about the Trade Federation and taxation and political intrigue. And when you get to the sequel, it's a film noir. It's, it's something that the original Star Wars wasn't. Now, Jar Jar Binks obviously is awful. There are things in the movies that are awful. The actors, are, for some reason, don't do a good job. Well, not for some reason, because George Lucas wrote the script. And the script is not amazing, but the story is fucking good. Like, the story is great. That's why all these fucking books were released, to delve into each little aspect of the prequel story, because this prequel story is interesting, to find out how the Empire started. And, I mean, that is interesting. I think that Anakin Skywalker's fucking story is an interesting story, just doesn't have a great actor playing either of them. I've seen Hayden, Hayden Panettiere. I have seen Hayden Panettiere too, but not her, Hayden Christensen. I've seen Hayden Christensen in plenty of movies, and he was actually not bad. So I, I have to put all the blame on George Lucas. I have to. Because, I mean, same thing with Natalie Portman. We've seen Natalie Portman in tons of shit. She was amazing in The Professional, and she was fucking 11. So, like, I mean, she's obviously a, a good actress, but George Lucas' script. And then there you go. What is what you can't really do anything with it. Anakin, you're breaking my heart. Shut up. Cunt. Anyway, Star Wars people constantly are getting fucking raped, and I, I can't fucking stand that shit. Because they're not bad movies. People are they're bad. Well, are they bad or are they bad compared to Star Wars original trilogy? Because that's a whole nother story. As I've said on this show before, I think Revenge of the Sith is fucking better than Jedi. Jedi is all about like, look, look at all the Ewoks. <laughs> Obviously, parts of Jedi are fucking amazing, but there are also very silly parts and very weird jokes. So there you go. That's my opinion. You don't have to have the same fucking opinion as me. I think that Empire Strikes Back obviously is the best of the bunch. But look, Revenge of the Sith is right up there. The other two, eh, maybe not so much. But they're not bad movies. There's only bad parts to the movies. The story is good. And how many times have you fucking seen them? People who complain. <laughs> I know, everybody hates me. <laughs> Your opinion. Shut the fuck up. Everyone has to hate on everything. It's a bad movie because everybody else said it was a bad movie. That's what it is. That's what it is with it. That, it's not about, oh, it's too convoluted. It's too confusing. 
oh, they're talking about the fucking trade federation, and that's boring because I don't need to hear about taxes. No, it's interesting. It's about political intrigue and murder. Film noir. I mean, it's got, like, really cool concepts. And, it just you know, unfortunately, the acting isn't great and the writing isn't great. But the story is good, and that, to me, makes it enjoyable. So there you go. And I thought some of the sequences were great, too. I mean, come on. Anyway, enough of that. Now everybody's like, oh, you do. I don't like your tasted movies. I like to make werewolf movies. Well, go make a fucking werewolf movie then. Let me move on to Josh's article. That's what you really want to hear. And that's all we're really talking about today. We meaning just me. All right, so fucking, I found this article, and it kind of has to do with what we're talking about next week. Not Lost itself, but, well, it's about fan theories, and that's what Lost was all about. And the, the, the title of this article, and by the way, he is a huge fan of Lost, Josh Spiegel fucker, um, which I don't understand why he would be against fan theories if that's what Lost was all about, if anybody out there remembers. We'll talk about it next week. I'll get into that then. But this week... Why fan theories are destroying film discourse. That's right. Let's find out why we can't talk about movies because of fan theories. So here we go. Did you know that in The Dark Knight, the hero was actually the Joker? It's true. If you buy into this recent theory, and then you, you know, first of all, uh, sarcasm. Uh, um, you click on the theory, and it takes you... To a Slash Film article, which, by the way, he works for. He writes articles for Slash Film, which you guys will find out very shortly. Um, so he doesn't take you to the theory. He just sends you to an article about the theory. So he's not even getting it from a source of any kind. That sounds a little bit fucking... It sounds like he's not really doing his research, doesn't it? But... Let's continue on. Uh, if you buy into this recent theory posited by a user on Reddit, and did you know that Andy's mom in Toy Story is also the grown version of a girl named Emily in Toy Story 2? First of all, Andy's mom was in Toy Story, Toy Story 2, and Toy Story 3. So, like, why did you have to say Andy's mom in Toy Story is also the grown version of a girl named Emily in Toy Story 2? Can you just say, in Toy Story 2, we find out that Emily... In Toy Story 2, we find out that blah, blah, blah. Like, why did you have to say that as if it's two separate movies? They're, they're all the same. But I digress. Or how about just in the Toy Story universe, blah, 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 blah. Whatever. Um, is a, blah, 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 a grown version of a girl named Emily in Toy Story 2 who owned and then discarded Jesse the Cowgirl? No foolin'. According to a post by the same guy, and uh, let me just click on this post and see where it takes me, and it takes me to... Oh, it actually takes me to a blog. Okay, so that's there. So now it takes you to a blog. But the first one, not the actual source. Uh, who has a far broader theory that every Pixar movie, yes, even the Cars movies, are connected to each other. And in the most mind-blowing one of all, it's even been suggested... And then I'm going to click on that, but here we go. Suggested that the snarky kid at the beginning of Jurassic Park who Alan Grant threatens with a raptor claw grew up to be none other than Chris Pratt's hero character in Jurassic World. And then I click on that link, and it takes me to IFC.com, a fan theory that somebody wrote on IFC.com. So it's not actually taking you again to the theory. No. 
IFC.com. That's right. Another article discussing the theory, just as his article is discussing the theory. So he's not actually taking you to the source, but to some other, but to some other media who might have gotten it wrong. We don't know that. So he's going to listen. It, it just fuck. This is what pisses me off. He's getting things wrong, but he's getting it like triply wrong because he's taking his information from basically another reviewer. That's like if I was like, let me review Tomorrowland, and instead of actually watching the fucking movie, I just listened to Masterpiece Cinema, and then I took my ideas from what their ideas were. That's what that's like. But I saw the movie. Just like you should have read the post rather than just reading an article about the post. Rather than just reading an article about the post. Asshole. There are an embarrassingly large number of fan theories floating around. By the way... Um, and you're going to find this out eventually because I think that on Mausolanius they're going to let me come on and talk about this uh, Pixar theory. And boy, do I not agree with it at all. Um, again, but they are just theories and people are allowed to have theories. It's not destroying the world or hurting anybody for them to do it. It's just wrong. That's all. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It's stupid. I agree with that. But it's his fucking theory. It's just a fucking theory. So just putting that out there before you think whatever. But we're all, you'll hear more about my opinions on that on Mausolanius when they have me on because I think we're going to be talking about Pixar theory. Mostly because the last episode of Mausolanius discussions was supposed to be about the Pixar theory, but he never put it up. Then he just took everything down. Anyway, he's a piece of shit, but it's not about that. So again, there are an embarrassingly large number of fan theories floating around the internet, and the emphasis here should be on the word embarrassingly. What these ideas amount to are fan fiction, not fan theories. Well, no. Fan fiction would be an entire story that's thought out and has dialogue and a beginning, middle, and end. A theory is just like, hey, uh, wouldn't it be cool if this happened, right? How is that the same thing? No, it's not fan fiction. Fan fiction is a story, not just like five paragraphs on what it would be like if something else happened, I mean, I could have said, hey, imagine that instead of at the end of, I mean, we had a whole episode on this. We had a whole fucking episode where we talked about what would have happened at the end of certain movies if it was a Halloween movie or something like that. It was like, a, it was one of our old Halloween episodes. And we were like, if it had a Halloween ending, what would that ending be? And we, we tried to figure that out. So that was an interesting episode. You should go back and listen to it, whatever episode it was. It was from a very long time ago, though. One of the, one of the first episodes that we had. Like, probably our first Halloween, I assume. Anyway, or you know what? Maybe it wasn't about movies. Maybe it was about rides. If the rides had a Halloween ending. But who gives a fuck? <laughs> who gives a fuck? Attractions, movies, all the same shit. Either way, fan theories, not fan fiction, asshole. Anyway... Few, if any, of these theories ever get a direct response. The closest in recent memory is Pixar director Lee Unkrich playfully retweeting a comment or two from followers of his who treat the so-called Pixar theory as utter silliness. And then he puts another link to, to the retweet, and you're like, oh, okay, it'll probably take you to Twitter. No! It doesn't take you to Twitter. It takes you to Hypable.com, where they just talk about the situation at hand. So again, not getting his information directly from the source, but from somebody else. Again. <sighs> All right. But fan theories are becoming as prevalent to modern film culture as stories about casting rumors or reviews, and they are becoming truly toxic. Okay, so 
<laughs> fan theories are equal to casting rumors. Okay, how are casting rumors even a detriment to society or whatever the fuck they're talking about? Toxic? Toxic? Can we be a little bit more dramatic? It's toxic! Is it? And how, how are anything else? Reviews? How are reviews toxic? How about if someone doesn't like it? You have a review show! <laughs> you have a review show! And you hate every movie! So does that make you toxic? You fucking hypocritical shit fuck? Who the fuck do you think you are, Josh? Asshole! It's easy to imagine the counter-argument from those in favor of fan theories. What's the harm? Yes, what's the harm? The Dark Knight doesn't become better or worse because of a Reddit's user theory about the Joker, as silly as that theory might sound. Does it seem silly? I mean, I didn't read it, and I'm not planning on because guess what? I'm not commenting on that. I'm commenting on the source, which is this article. This article makes me annoyed. So guess what? I am reading this article. And I don't care if it sends more traffic to the article. That's not what this is about. Let them go. Let them make their own decisions about how much of an asshole you are and a fucking hypocrite, you fuck. The Toy Story films are still marvelous whether or not Andy's mom is Jesse's old owner. Jurassic World is still a resounding disappointment even if... Was it a resounding disappointment? Did you ever see Jurassic fucking Park 3? You ever see Jurassic Park 2? Those were resounding disappointments. Jurassic World wasn't bad. It was funny. It made fun of fucking theme parks, especially Universal, obviously, because, well, it is a Universal movie, and Jurassic Park is in fucking Universal. So it made some really good jokes about City Walk and about everything. It made some, some you got some cracks on Disney in there. There was Starbucks everywhere. I mean, it was funny. It was, it was, it was a good movie, but it had some very interesting things like that as well. Anyway. Even if Chris Pratt wasn't cosplaying as a less chunky version of some nasty little kid. The problem is that these theories online become as inextricable to a vast amount of readers as the actual movies themselves. Do they? Let's read on. Worse still. Oh, there's worse? Oh my god! I, you know what? I gotta take a drink. Hold on. Okay. Ugh awful i mixed uh so you know how they they have like mountain dew well really pepsi but mountain dew kind of has like mixed with like monster and made mutant super soda and it's so bad so i decided well i probably make it better by throwing vodka in here and i kind of threw a little more than i should have like a lot more than I should have, so it's really fucking strong, but it never took away from the awful taste of the mutant super soda. It's so fucking disgusting, but all right. I will finish it, because otherwise I'd be wasting good vodka, wouldn't I? So we're going to continue on. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yes. Worse still, these fan theories are quickly replacing actual critical analysis. Is it? Is it replacing any of that? Or, or do people still analyze movies? Do I have to stop? Did I, like, miss something? Did somebody not tell me something or I forgot something? Because I don't remember anybody telling me that I'm not allowed to analyze a movie. In fact, I just analyzed Tomorrowland, and guess what? I didn't have a fan theory about it. I really just took everything from the movie and used that as my guide. 
And I'm bringing that back up again because it was the last movie we reviewed on this show, I believe. Or Although earlier in this episode, I did talk about, um, not Jurassic World, that was not the movie I talked about. Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. I didn't do a whole review on it, but I talked about it. Did, did I fucking have a whole fan theory all of a sudden? Did I, well, I have to. I can't analyze the movie or tell you about what I thought about it. I really just gotta. I have to just talk about my fan theory. That's that's really what this is. No, no, it hasn't replaced anything. What are you talking about? Covered by a large amount of entertainment websites, in part because the content beast must be fed. Why can't we just have? Who cares if there's a lot of content? You can look at whatever you want. You don't have to look at a fucking fan theory. You can look at a fucking analysis. You, you type in what you want into Google. It will tell you where to go. You don't have to fucking... You're not like, oh my God, there's all these things. You can put even a little minus sign and then say fan theory. And then all the fan theories will magically go away. Why don't you do that? And why don't you magically go away, you fuck? <sighs> Miss you again? Come on! Ugh, fine, I'll just tell you. The Big Bad Boss has uncovered some very interesting information on a member of the TFR, someone who seems to have been ducking the system for years. You see, our accounting of all the podcasters who took over Arendelle way back in 2014 seems to be incorrect. If you look at the data I just downloaded to you, you see those two pretentious-looking douchebags walking side-by-side next to the rotoscopers? Yeah, that's Mousepiece Cinema, Josh Spiegel, and Gabe Buxo... So, well, whatever. But look, in the second photo, they're gone, vanished, nowhere to be found. Big Bad Boss thinks they were up to something dead. And now, Josh and Gabe were spotted out of bounds in 2FR territory earlier today, snooping around. Now, while I wish nothing but awful things upon the 2FR, whatever they are up to can affect us greatly. So while Kim and Cindy go to check out Gabe, we're assigned to find out all we can about Steve. Communicate back to me when you receive. And in part because it takes the work out of the hands of the site's writers and into the hands of random commenters who have too much time on their hands. Do they? And again, what site's right? What are you even talking about? You're not specifically talking about any site. At all. So what's the difference between a fan theory and a deep dive exploration into one aspect of a film? Well, there's a lot of difference. That's why they're not the same thing. He's about to prove himself wrong. Before he just basically said that instead of fucking fan, instead of analyzing a film, we have to have fan theories. Now that's wh- exactly what he said. That it's replacing it. It's replacing analysis. Fan theory is now the thing, not analysis. You're not allowed to na- analyze anymore. But now he's saying there's a difference, and he's about to fucking prove himself wrong. So let's let's hear you prove yourself wrong, fucker. The former is the product of a person choosing to fantasize about what they would do if they had made the film they're watching. I don't see a problem with that. Am I not allowed to do that? Is that something I can't do is is fucking think, hmm, what would I have done? Also, it's not only that. It's noticing a couple things and going, hmm, well, you know what? They're having a sequel coming up. I think this might be the case. I think that maybe, just maybe... This might be the solution. It's like, again, like Lost. And I can't really get into it. I fucking want to, but I can't because I have to talk about it next week. And otherwise, I won't have anything to talk about. Um, but that that was like a major thing is people figuring out shit. They had entire games. These things called ARGs. They were alternate reality games that were based around little aspects of season two of Lost. 
and people would sit there and, and, and figure shit out. They'd go to different websites and follow audio clues and, and, and have to cipher numbers and letters and all that shit. It was amazing. It was great. And it was all involved around fucking fan theories. Oh. And and what did people do? They fucking theorized and analyzed. They thought, hmm, what would happen? Oh, maybe it was this. Maybe it was this. People are allowed to fucking think. That's what they might be. Giant said, I should be allowed to think. I should be allowed to think. You see? <laughs> Keep playing it. We need some background music. Um, <laughs> you know, start from the beginning. Play it from the beginning. Yes, like that. Perfect. Wonderful. Amazing. All right, they might be giants in the background. And the latter is the product of a person paying attention to the movie they're watching and responding in kind. Okay, those things have nothing to do with each other. They're, you can do both of those things. You can come up with what you would have done had you had made the movie, and you can fucking watch the movie and respond in kind. Yes, it can happen. Often, the fan theories that send the internet, specifically its social media avenues, into a tizzy rely heavily on the fact that they aren't based directly on what's present in the text. Or is it? I mean, I've read the Pixar theory, and as bad as it is, it's clearly made by somebody who knows the context of those movies. Like, there are specific references to things in the movie. I don't agree with anything he's saying, but it's clearly somebody who paid fucking attention and made a whole fucking idea based on it. A theory, if you will. Take, for example, the notion that Owen Grady in Jurassic World is the kid in the opening of Jurassic Park. That, that certainly sounds cool and would be a nice, if random, tie-in to the 1993 film. But what's the evidence backing this theory? Nothing. It doesn't need to be. It was a theory. If there was evidence, it would be a fact! Fucking asshole! Do you know the difference between theorizing and factual evidence? You fucking dick! Go fuck yourself! I I'm sick of this shit. Seriously! My throat is already fucking hurting me. I just can't. I can't fucking keep reading this. I can't. But I'm going to. With the evidence backing the theory. Well, see, the kid in Jurassic Park is only credited as Volunteer Boy, so his name could be Owen. Also, Chris Pratt is only a year older than the actor who played Volunteer Boy, so the timeline could fit. And also, um, hey, look, something shiny. Really? So you're going to take it to this weird, like, middle school level where you're just going to name call and make fun of people? I mean... Yes, I am calling you a dick, but you are. <laughs> Seriously, like, what was? Why be so mean randomly in an article? It's one thing when I do a show that's specifically setting out to read this and, and fucking talk about how awful you are. Whereas this, you're just fucking making fun of people for no reason, and like for coming up with an idea. Why can't they have a fucking idea and you fucking just leave them the fuck alone? I mean that. Seems like it's reasonable, don't you think? You fucking moron. I mean, uh, it's... I just don't fucking understand. 
It's just like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to make fun of people because they have ideas and somehow it's ruining everything. Oh, I feel like he would get along with Kevin really well. My day was ruined. It was ruined. My day was ruined. The majority of the work made to make this theory seem remotely logical is done behind the scenes, as someone imagines what could have happened to this kid after Alan Grant scratched at his stomach with a raptor claw. This same vagueness plagues the majority of fan theories. Why? Why? Can't, see, now, if he said, here was the story that I came up with, here's his backstory, fine. Let, does this article go into Wicked? I mean, that's what Wicked does, right? Is, is Wicked destroying film discourse because it happens to be about what they think happened to the fucking Wicked Witch of the West, a.k.a. Alphaba, before the movie, before the book? What her story was, what, how she grew up, and, and why she was the way she was, or if she was the way she was. Does that mean you shouldn't read that book, which I think is great, which some people do not as much? Or see the musical, which a lot of people think are great, and I don't think it is as much? I mean, it's good, but it's not like, oh, that's amazing, because they ruined the book! Anyway, it's not about Wicked. But that in itself is a fan theory, I guess, but turned into fucking fan fiction, which turned into a fucking actual thing. Right? <laughs> but no, it's ruining everything! Don't watch Wicked! It's ruining everything! You're going to ruin discourse! You're going to ruin analysis! No, they're not. <sighs> yes, it's not impossible that in the Toy Story films, Andy's mom... Oh, now we actually said the Toy Story films. Could you have done that before, you fuck? Andy's mom could have had a deeper connection to one of his toys than he or even she realizes. So many existing fan theories rely on the first four words of the previous sentence. Yes, it's not impossible. The lack of impossibility, however, doesn't automatically prove a theory correct. It merely suggests that it's not impossible for something to be true. Yes, hence why it's a theory and not something that actually happened. Sometimes people guess things and they are right. Sometimes they are wrong. Is this something we really need to be discussing? You fucking moron. Some fan theories, like the recent one regarding the Joker being the secret hero of the Dark Knight, have little or nothing to do with outsized or unwieldy postulations based on filling in unknown gaps in a film's chronology. Instead, they have to do with a painful and often laughable misreading of the film in question. Why is it? Okay, he is one to fucking talk. Oh my, I, I feel like I should just have a whole show where I play every single Masterpiece Cinema episode and fucking do it in like MST3K mode. Where you get to hear how he laughably misreads films constantly. I mean, he couldn't understand fucking Tomorrowland, and fucking Gabe couldn't understand fucking Escape from Tomorrow. They're, they're so fucking stupid. They're like two morons bumping into each other on the subway constantly. That's all it is. Oh, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. That's what it's like to listen to them. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Oh, excuse me, excuse me. That's what it's like to listen to these people. Just excuse me over and over again. They don't know what they're talking about. 
Apparently, the Joker's plan included getting Batman to go into hiding for years, eliminating all organized crime, and removing corrupt officials from power. And what a heroic plan it is for the Joker to do all these things, including the part where he rigs two ferries to explode, including one full of innocent Gotham City citizens! That part, as well as the part where the Joker caused Harvey Dent's facial scarring and encouraged him towards seeking mindless revenge, is left out of the fan theory because to include it would acknowledge how paper-thin the argument is. Why can't people just fucking have fun? Why? Why can't people come up with theories and then I can go, nope, wrong, and that's it? Not write an entire article on why fan theories are destroying the world. I fucking swear it's fucking retarded. Let's see what else he says. And yet. Oh, here we go. <clears throat> and now we get into the meat and potatoes of this. <clears throat> and yet, you can now find coverage for this and any number of pop culture fan theories at a slew of websites from Entertainment Weekly to Slash Film. And again, let's all remember that he now works for Slash Film. So yeah, there's that. Per that EW link, and also he linked both of those things. And if you click on the Entertainment Weekly, you get a fan theory. And if you click on the Slash film, you get that Jurassic World theory yet again. He, he still just can't fucking link to the actual theory. He has to link to articles covering said theory. He is a hack! You're a hack! Didn't you learn that you're supposed to fucking link to the source? How did you get through college? How?! Did you, I mean, did you go to film school too? Because I did, and I can tell you right now, I still had to write fucking papers. I had to write papers, and guess what? If I didn't directly fucking reference the source, I fucking would fail. You are not doing anything right ever. So stop. How did Slash Film hire you? You're a hack. You are a hack. Yeah, hack. Per that EW link, there's a fan theory about friends. Friends. The sitcom about six people hanging out in a coffee shop. We all needed that. Again, so people are not allowed to have their own ideas and they're not allowed to put them out there. They have to just keep them to themselves. You fucking fascist dick. You fucking cunt. Why would they have to fucking keep it to themselves? Why can't they fucking just post what they want to post? In what world is that not okay? Especially on Reddit of all things, which is just a fucking... Like a forum website, basically. So you can't write your ideas or opinions in a forum setting? Do you know what forum means? It's a bunch of people hanging out and fucking talking and just spouting out their ideas. That's what a fucking forum is. So so what is your fucking problem? He can't fucking say, oh, well, this is what I think about friends. Why not? Why not? I don't fucking understand. If I want to just go, hey, I want to talk about fucking what I believe really happened in the Black Cauldron. Or how about this? I have a fucking fan theory for you. How about that? Ooh, it's going to make Josh so mad. At the end of Song of the South, the boy dies. That's right. It's my fan theory. And I have a lot of ideas of what. But, you know, you're too busy thinking it's racist. That's what you're too busy doing. While I'm sitting here going, you know what? It was a little weird that the father somehow showed up. There were no phones yet, right? They didn't call him. I don't understand how the father would have gotten there so quickly. He, he fucking went far away. The kid's fucking in, in the hospital, and all of a sudden the father shows up. All of a sudden, Uncle Remus, who they said cannot fucking see the kid ever again, banned him from his life. 
All of a sudden, they let him in. Go, sure, no problem. Why don't you show up, Uncle Remus? Plus, everybody outside singing a fucking funeral dirge. A funeral dirge. The kid is dead. And then what happened? Just like the Graves boy, the kid is dead. That's what happens at the end. And that's why he wakes up suddenly miraculously and everybody's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the kid wakes up and he's in this weird magical world. You never see the kid with the animation until the very end where all of a sudden Uncle Remus is there. His friend is randomly there. He's they're all hanging out and he's in his little personal fucking heaven running around with Br'er Rabbit and Br'er Fox. Right. Oh, shit. That's right. The kid died. He's in his own personal heaven. Get the fuck over it. That's my fan theory. And and there's actually a lot of fucking evidence there. But it's a theory nonetheless because the fucking writers of Song of the South are too busy fucking hiding from being, as you call it, racist, which it's not, mind you. But <laughs> they're too busy hiding from people like you to fucking be able to come out and say, hey, that's what we were thinking. Also, they're probably dead. Anyway, just like the Graves boy. <laughs> don't say that! You don't talk about dead people! <laughs> Shut the fuck up anyway. Fucking dick. Pussy. Um, I think I've heard of that show. That's the one with the guy who thinks everything's racist and hates every Disney movie, right? Jesus, it sounds like trouble, Mulan. I'll be there before you can say naked mole rat. Seems like we're going to need a little help on this one, though. Someone impartial. Someone not afraid to get their hands dirty without ever leaving the computer or phone or whatever the fuck people use more nowadays. I'm a block away. Over. The same thing happened with the Pixar theory and with the Jurassic World theory and a theory about the new Mad Max and so on and so forth. Fan theories are no substitute for critical analysis. No. They're not. Yet, they have quickly become inseparable for so many readers online. Who? Who out there thinks they're the same thing? That analysis is the same thing as fucking a fan theory. Please, if you out there believe that a fan theory is the same thing as critical analysis, either write to me at mouserants at gmail.com or write in the group. Come come and write to us in the, in the post that I put up for this faux episode, for pre-108, as we're going to call this. Um, and, and let me know. And then I'll go, oh, I'm wrong. I will fucking say I'm wrong if that's the case. But I guarantee you there's not one person out there who actually believes that fan theories are a substitute for critical analysis. On one hand, it's, and then in parentheses he writes, sadly, a small encouragement that there's any discussion about a movie that already exists. What? What does that even mean? Because people like to talk about movies that ha that aren't out yet because they like to fucking go, oh, what's going to happen in this movie? Or, oh, you hear what's coming out? That That's ridiculous. There's analysis of movies ever. If you type in uh, the name of a movie and analysis, I guarantee you something will come up unless it's like a really, really obscure thing or something your friend made. And even then, there probably will be something as well. Somebody wrote, fucking found that movie and went, well, you know, in this movie, I believe that, blah, 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 blah. Nobody out there is analyzing Neighbors 2, Sorority's Revenge, or Uprising, or whatever the fuck it's called. The Rise of My Fucking Cock, because uh, Selena Gomez is fucking taking her clothes off. No, she's not, people. I know you all, like, just turned off the fucking episode to go see if so they can see Selena Gomez naked, but guess what? She does not get naked. Sorry to fucking trick you. It was just a joke. Anyway...
There's no, there's no fucking discussion of movies. Nobody talks about movies anymore. <laughs> he literally, I'm going to read it again. On one hand, it's sadly a small encouragement that there's any discussion about a movie that already exists. What? Instead of a movie that will open in two years and only has a slew of set photos to its name. So that's all people talk about are movies that are upcoming. They're not talking about movies for the past or recent movies at all. You are a fucking moron. What are you talking about? On the other, fan, on the other what? The other hand? Or did you forget the right hand just on the other? Because you wrote on one hand, but then you were on the other. No, on the other hand. Hand! Right hand! On the other, fan theories pose as critical analysis in spite of featuring neither criticism, which, again, they never said they would, and also they do not pose as critical analysis. Nobody said that. Often those are posed by people who would proudly consider themselves fanboys or fangirls, never pausing to think about the built-in imperfections of even their favorite films. Nor analysis! That was like a weird hyphenated interim, like that was just thrown in there for no reason. But yeah, it doesn't feature criticism or analysis, but guess what? They don't claim to, and they're not replacing criticism or analysis. In fact, nowhere in this article yet have you explained... How it's replacing it. You don't have any sort of evidence of that either. All you have are links to articles about fan theories. That's all you have. And it's only a couple. It's not like there's a whole bunch of them. Well, you're mad because there's like five fan theories out there that you're mad about? Like, what the fuck is your problem? Did you actually look at a... Don't, how about just don't go to Slash Film? That's not a fucking website you go to for analysis. There are people out there who have entire websites just for fucking film analysis. In fact... Where do you think you go for film analysis? Podcasts! Do you know how many movies? Do you know how many podcasts there are about fucking film analysis? And talking about movies and going over what they saw? Especially newer movies. Are you fucking stupid? Just because there's fucking slash film isn't writing it. And again, you work for them. Asshole. Just because slash film isn't writing it or fucking... Uh, Whatever the fucking other guy that... Uh, Cinema Blend isn't writing about fucking analysis. Doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Fucking moron. I, I just hate stupid people. And this guy is a fucking idiot. I'll finish his last fucking paragraph, and I'm sure it'll be fucking amazing. Popular films like Jurassic World or The Dark Knight or Toy Story beg to be debated for their themes. As ubiquitous as they may be, the discourse surrounding these films frequently sidesteps a conversation on nostalgia, on childhood heroes, on the possible emptiness of a vast spectacle. Wait, what? <laughs> You're a writer? This is what you do? You're, you write fucking... Okay, let's, let's read that again. As ubiquitous as they may be. The discourse surrounding these films frequently sidesteps a conversation on nostalgia, on childhood heroes, on the possible emptiness of vast spectacle, period. No and. He kept using on. You don't go on nostalgia. You just say on nostalgia, childhood heroes, and the possible emptiness of vast spectacle. You can't write. You don't understand how to fucking write. Your fucking form is awful. You're not writing fucking fiction here. You're not doing anything interesting. You're writing an article, and that means that your fucking grammar has to be correct. That was incorrect. You sound like a fucking idiot. It sidesteps a conversation on nostalgia. What does that have to do with anything? Hello? Hello? 
fine. Here, let me... No, give me that. Hello, Agent. You have been selected for this research mission to help Ron and I find out who the fuck is Josh Spiegel. And we're here to show you how engineers use math and science to create some really amazing things. Because that's what engineers do. Use math and science to make incredible things come to life. Math and science. 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 I just realized we really should be doing the pre-show of the sum of all thrills. Nerdy guy, Asian girl. But she's like one of those darker kinds of Asians. <laughs> but for real, you'll be using your brain power to help us decipher clues and open up doors to who this whiny bitch really is. I know at first everything might seem confusing, and that's okay. If you don't get something right away, just put it down and come back to it later. We have about a week, so go at your own leisure. But the number one key is... Don't, don't give up. up! We are counting on you to get specific information so we don't get our asses beat by Cinderella. Yes. As of now, you're an unofficial member of the Protein Spills. So go to your web browser and type in proteinspillshq.ml. That's protein, P-R-O-T-E-I-N, spills, S-P-I-L-L-S, H-Q.ml to get to our official headquarters. There you'll find a computer terminal and an introduction video. Do not skip the introduction video. In fact, never skip any videos. We'll be following along with you on your journey, providing you with clues and any information we may have. Well, that's it. Good luck, you guys. Welcome to the spills. Happy hunting! Fan theories now drive the discourse on these films and to everyone's detriment! No, they don't. No, they don't! Fan, how many fan theories are out there? How many fan theories do you know? How many are popular? Maybe seven? Maybe. That, I was I was given, I don't even know half of the ones he was talking about here. Nobody does. They're just someone's ideas. And guess what they're allowed to have? Sometimes they're interesting. There's some actual interesting, like, Disney fan theories. The one about fucking Aladdin being in, like, fucking, like, a post-apocalyptic world. That's fucking retarded. But, like... There are other fucking Disney fan theories that actually kind of make sense. Some that have actually been confirmed by the fucking people who wrote it. So keep that in fucking mind. On their own, fan theories are indeed harmless. Then why are you writing about it? If they existed next to critical discussions and did so in lesser standing, they would be a fun distraction. Yeah, that's what it is. But get this. But the more fan theories are treated as serious, thoughtful salvos in a debate, the more ridiculous they appear to become. Nobody's debating whether this is real or not. This is not a thing. Here's a new fan theory to ponder. Making these things die a quick death will improve the world of film immeasurably. What more proof do you need? You know, one could say the same about Masterpiece Cinema or its hosts. What is fucking wrong with you? You really have some fucking problems here. Like, you get, you're getting so mad because people have theories and maybe an idiot or two believes it. It's the same thing with fucking that machete order bullshit. Like, you know I have a problem with that. But I don't fucking think it's destroying everything! Destroying everything! Just fucking let people have their goddamn theories and fucking get the fuck over it. It's not fucking stopping film analysis. It's not stopping discussions. Like, again, I disagree with pretty much all those fan theories because guess what? It's not the writers saying it existed. But think about this and just fucking think about it. 
Haunted Mansion was a fan theory. You don't know what I'm talking about? Because I think you do. Because originally, Haunted Mansion was a mishmash of bullshit. Didn't have any storyline. Nothing was related. It was just a bunch of bullshit put together that's like a slight, slightly scary, but not really because it's fun. That was it. You can read all about it. Fucking from the horse's mouths. Raleigh Crump even talks about it. So check that out. It was always supposed to just be a mishmash of bullshit, which was great. But then a stanchion changed everything. Because a stanchion was removed and what was left in the ground was a ring where it used to be. Like that was the bottom part. The connecting nut from the bottom of the fucking <laughs> stanchion was embedded in the ground. People started making up shit. That's a ring. Oh, what's the story then? Oh, and they made up this whole thing about fucking Master Gracie and the bride and fucking, the fucking getting thrown out the window and she was cheating. Like this whole story based on little things that happened. And the story became so fucking popular that they made a movie. <laughs> a movie, a shitty movie, but a movie based on that exact fucking fan theory. A fucking movie. And then they started changing the ride around the fucking theory. That's how fucking cool fan theories are. You know, and to have them. Sure, some are stupid. Sure, some are far-fetched. In fact, most are stupid and far-fetched. But every once in a while, you get a good one, and the writers actually fucking like it. I mean, what do you think all the Star Wars novels are? The ones that they don't fucking say are canon anymore, but fuck them, they are, because I read them, and I fucking know they exist. <laughs> and until they have a specific movie disproving said expanded universe... Then it's all still real to me, people. It's all, and I don't mean real. I'm not like, oh, did you know that Luke Skywalker really existed? No. You know what I mean. I'm not fucking, I don't think that the Force is actually a thing. But to me, that, those, that shit actually happened in the Star Wars universe. Until they make a movie that fucking negates it. Then it's not. Say, like, for instance, the Han Solo story. Not the shitty book that had, like, three parts in one book, but they were actually three separate books, like a real trilogy. Uh, Rebel Dawn, The Hut Gambit, and, um... Uh, fuck, I don't remember the last one. Rebel Dawn, The Hut Gambit, and the other one. <laughs> okay, whatever. There was three of them. People are going to be like, No, I forgot. Let's just call it Smuggler's Shit. Um, it's the third book. Whatever. It was, a, it, it, it was a story about Han Solo, but it was also a story about his once upon a time girlfriend, Bria Theron. And that story was really just fucking turned into Rogue One. It's the same story. It was Rogue One. So for me, the Bria Theron story is like a retelling of Rogue One. Now, Rogue One, because it was put to fucking movie by Lucasfilm, which is, you know, Disney owns Lucasfilm, and therefore they put it to film, that means that's the real story now. So, okay, I'm just going to call, as, I guess as they want it to be, it's a legend. The story got retold and retold, then it became Han Solo's ex-girlfriend, Bria Tharon, and the Red Hand. It became a story of that, rather than whatever. It was just, but it happened. It still happened, and I like that. I like that they still use the story, in a way. Anyway. Whew. What the fuck was I talking? Oh, fan, yeah. Either way, fan theories, fan fiction, whatever. Let people do whatever the fuck they want. 
God damn it. If fucking shitty ass fucking slash film wants to make a goddamn article about a fucking fan theory, then let them. They're not a reputable source. They're awful. Cinema Blend, same thing. They're, they get into that whole, like, celebrity mumbo-jumbo bullshit. They become fucking paparazzi, basically, in a way. In a way. Get your fucking shit from Variety. Variety is not discussing fucking film theories. Why don't you go to a reputable source, not Entertainment Weekly? Jesus Christ, people. It makes me fucking sick to see that, oh, uh, because I went to Slash Film and they wrote about this, that means it's taking over. No, then why don't you yell at Slash Film, not the person who wrote the theory. Yell at Slash Film, the company you work for, for putting that article. as why It shouldn't have been an article. It's not a real thing. Or maybe they just wanted to write an article being like, hey, listen, look, this person's theory is stupid, but look, they, they wrote a theory and everyone's loving it. Okay, so what? We move on to the next thing. Now it's like, what's coming up next? And also, that's what Slash Film does. They write about upcoming films. That's their thing. So when you're writing this whole, oh, well, people only talk about movies that aren't out yet. That's because you're going to those sources. You're not going to the sources that are analyzing films and talking about films that already exist. If you want to do that, it's all over the place. But again, go to podcasts. You make a podcast. You're the host of a podcast. A shitty podcast, but a podcast nonetheless. That's it. I'm fucking done. That was today's episode pre-108 where we talk about fan theories. Next week we'll talk about Lost and other things. Um, I hope you find something to do to keep you busy within the week, because I sure will be. Where'd you come from? Magic. Magic, okay. Um, so, Simone's back for the first time in, I don't know, a month and a half? Well, how the fuck? Been a Been a while! So, Simone came to join me towards the end of this episode because... In about a minute or so, you're going to hear me mention, you know, all of our information, and you're going to notice that uh, Jillian's email address is weirdly absent. In fact, edited out, very obviously edited out of the episode. Um, and there is a reason behind that, and there is no fucking problems. There's no issues. She's still our travel agent. She still is booking all the trips. She's still with the meetup. There's no falling out or any weird things like that wanted to let you guys know that but how much do you think we should go into this just tell them that there are people out there who suck okay <laughs> basically the the abridged version of this because we don't have all day is uh kate made an off comment in our group about somebody who had a very ugly dress and she did have a very ugly dress yeah, it was fucking ugly it sucked uh, but uh, who gives a shit, right? It was a little fucking thing. I, I don't, I didn't, I didn't even comment on the fucking thing because I don't care about dresses. Yeah. I am a guy. I don't care about dresses either. And you're a girl, so. But I don't care. Either way, what happened was somebody who happens to be part of the group that I guess she got this from, uh, the Diz Brides, I believe that it is. Yeah, is that Diz the name Brides, of them? Diz I Brides. think they have like a longer name. Yeah, it's, it's like, like Diz, Diz Brides Disney something. Disney Brides Anonymous. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Gifts and something. I don't know. It's a shitty name and I don't care that much. But either way, they decided that uh, they didn't like that she made a comment. And the comment was the most innocent thing ever. And even the comments in the post were really not that bad at all. 
not, I mean, have you noticed some of the other things that people post? Yeah, people have posted way worse stuff, but like, you know, like someone was like, you know, a little too, uh, you know, sensitive. Uh Uh-huh. I got, and this is literal, about 200 to 300 fucking applicants to our group. It's ridiculous. God. Yeah. Just because they wanted to fucking, like, you know. Infiltrate. Infiltrate and freaking storm the motherfucking gates. Yes. And you know what? At first I was letting them in because I was like, you know what? We can have a nice discussion about this. I obviously knew they were coming from the, the, where the Diz Brides or whatever. So I was like, we'll come in. We'll have a nice discussion. It won't be a big deal. They'll say how they feel about it. We'll say how we feel about it. And it'll be over. But that's not what happened now. What happened is that this fucking cunt, and I'm going to call her a cunt as much as I can. There was, By the way, there was problems in the group. We, you know, people left. People stayed in. It didn't matter. They cried. They whined. They bitched. Who cares? That's not the problem. The problem is that this fucking cunt decided to literally call Jillian's boss and report her. Now, as you all know, Jillian is our travel agent, so they called the fucking travel agency and reported her for something she did not do. In fact, they sent screenshots of comments from the group to the boss, and the screenshots even showed that Jillian had nothing to do with anything. It's just because she was there. She just happened to be there. She made a couple comments about the dress, I think, if that. And it wasn't bad. There was I don't even think there's any bad language in it. There no, might have been, but no, it doesn't no. even fucking matter. And fucking and again, this is our personal life. It has nothing to do with her professional career or whatever. No. Um, and they called her boss. Her boss no. fucking called her. There was a huge thing. The boss said, "I know this bitch is wrong." I'm not saying the boss used the word bitch, by the way. I'm just saying that this bitch is wrong. And um, you know, knew how fucking psychotic she was. But because of that fact, anyway we have to make a couple of changes. So we had to delete the post from the group, which I you know I hate deleting shit from the group unless it's incredibly necessary. And here it's necessary because we obviously don't want uh, Jillian to lose her job. Yeah. Uh, and then we have to not mention the email address anymore. Mm. So from now on, you can email us at mouserants.com and we will forward everything over to Jillian's email address. Mouserants at gmail.com mouserants at gmail.com thank you um yeah so fuck you if you're so fucking offended and that's the other thing they were so fucking pissed off oh how can you do that you you're not allowed to screenshot in our group i'm like okay well jillian didn't screenshot in your group no, no but kate did great why are you yelling at jillian yeah, what no. i don't understand that don't yell at kate either yeah but i'm saying why would you even bring somebody else into this shit did Nobody not huh? realize what what freaking page they were on, what it, group they were on. Exactly, and literally the about of the group says you will be offended if you get offended easily. Turn around. Yep. I don't know what to tell you or something like that. It says it in the fucking description. Yep. Like I wonder how many people actually listen to the show. Probably none of them. None of them. There's no fucking way any of them no. do. They're all fucking assholes. <laughs> anyway, that's the story. So. Unfortunately, we can't give away your email just, but if you write to us, if you want to book through her, she is the best travel agent in the business. So um, I, I definitely, definitely suggest that you do that. Remember, they didn't let her go. There's a reason. They could have, if she sucked, they would have been like, bye, bitch. But she doesn't suck. She's great. And that's why she's still here. And that's why she'll always be here. So again, mouserets at gmail.com. We'll forward it over to them. All right. Now to the, whatever you're listening to over there. Say bye, Simone. Bye.
Bye. So you can find all the show notes and old episodes and new episodes at mouserants.gq. There will be an Amazon link in there, but there will also be a banner. So if you want to click on that to do your shopping, go ahead. You don't have to buy what I'm posting, but if you click on the link first and you go shopping on your own for whatever you want, it'll help out the podcast and no money's coming out of your pocket. It's only coming out of the pockets of Amazon who fucking steal from you with these shipping costs anyway or for their Prime costs. Amazon Prime is way too much fucking money. Then you got to pay for fucking Amazon Music Unlimited or whatever. You, you should get unlimited music just by having Prime. Anyway, it's a rip-off. So because you're getting ripped off by that, maybe, you know, we'll take a little bit back. And it'll help out the podcast and fucking, you know, it'll be your appreciation and you don't have to give us anything. All you have to do is do your regular shopping. And, like, during Christmas, do all your shopping through Amazon and, and, and help us out. Because I think that there's a possibility I might be homeless because I got to now buy annual passes. That's right. We'll be buying annual passes again because I think that it's actually going to, in the end, work out to be cheaper. But we'll talk about that another time after it's been discussed. Um, you can write us at mouserants at gmail.com, especially if you are coming to our meetup on uh, September 29th, September 30th, and October 1st. It'll be a lot of fucking fun. We're not bringing any drama. I know that a lot of our show is based around some sort of drama, but that weekend is going to be drama-free. Uh, no matter what. So let's let's keep that that way. No fucking bullshit. We're going to be in Disney World. Nobody wants to face the wrath of bullshit that they would spew. I mean, let, we're going to keep everything civil. No drama. It's going to be only good times. We're going to be drinking. We're going to be going on attractions. We're going to fucking have little mini events constantly throughout the day. There's a scavenger hunt, which we call scavenger cunt, which is going to be very fun because there's going to be a lot of interesting shit. That you're going to find. We have a game. A drinking around the world game. That's going to be very fucking fun. There's going to be rewards. There's going to be punishments. There's rules. It's going to be a lot of fucking fun. We're going to just get drunk and just forget the rules as we go along. But we'll have Simone to keep us in check. But again, it's, it's going to be fun times. We're going to have a live podcast recording. Again, it's September 29th, September 30th, and October 1st. You can email Jillian if you need a travel agent. Because she is the best fucking travel agent there is. Or you can just email us at mouserants at gmail.com if you're not going through a travel agent but you want to put your name in. Or you, you can email both of them. It doesn't fucking matter. As long as somebody knows you're coming because we need to have swag for you. Swag! Also, if you have a chance, just go to iTunes and rate and review us. Five stars only, motherfuckers! Now, if you could give us five stars, that would be great. If you love us, it shouldn't be a problem. If you hate us, well, how about this? Just give us the five stars and then write awful, nasty things underneath it. I'm okay with that. But there's no reason to bring fucking star ratings down just because you have some sort of weird personal vendetta. I understand. I have vendettas against people, but I don't fucking give them one star ratings ever. I don't give them two stars. I, I still give them the full five stars when I rate them, and then I write bullshit underneath if that's the case. Anyway, that's it. Goodbye. Take us out, nobody. Later. Okay, great. Later, fuckers! Jesus Christ, this sucks. Well, once when I was eight, everything was going great until my father, he tried to kill me. By the time that I was nine, my daddy was doing time, and my mother had enlisted in the army. I... Wish my father had loved me more By the time that I was 10 My dad's life was gonna end Cause he was going on 90 By the time I was 11 My daddy was up in heaven in the clouds Staring down at me And I can't
took new photographs of my body And by the time that 